0: The first sermonette will be Ron Wilhoyt, who is wise. Leaves me out. Thank you, Kim. Well, Shabbat, shalom all. Good to see everyone. I tell you what, we are getting closer to, of course, Pentecost. I tell you what, waking up this morning and stepping outside made me want to start making feast plans. So it is never too early. It is never too early to start making your feast plans. In fact, I would say do it now. You know, I have to be honest with you. I try to be helpful. I try to be one of those guys that if I'm asked to do something, I'll try to do it. I'll try to be there for you. I'll try to be there for other people. But you know, this week I let somebody down. Someone asked me if I could do a particular something, and I said, my friend, I can't help you because all I have is one of these, and I'm becoming in the minority of one who has just one of these, but I said, i tell you what, I could text or call someone who could help you out. I could have called Ken, I could have called Trevor, I could have called Curtis, I could have called... A few of you and these few are probably now the majority who have what I call almost instant access to about anything you want to know on just about any topic you might want to look at what I was asked to look up was a particular artist of a particular song see the good thing was I knew who it was so I didn't have to try to fake it with my low-tech phone but I'm definitely in the minority Something that was recently stated, that uh, when I heard it, I immediately thought of Reg Nolan. And the statement is that we live within, we live within the ubiquitous proliferation of information. And with it, we know things. But I wanted to add at the end of it, like never before. Like never before. Knowledge, the desire for information, and the desire to be informed. You see, there's something about us creatures that have this desire to kind of be somewhat in the know, like we're somewhat with it, and that we have some sort of knowledge. We want to kind of know what's going on, and it is this desire to be informed. To be in the know that motivates this acquisition of knowledge, leading to the question that I was presented with, hey, could you look up and tell me who's saying blah, blah, blah? It's just the desire to know. But see, isn't that something, though, that is part of the time of the end test? Is that knowledge shall be increased, right? But you have to qualify that knowledge that shall be increased because what came before that in the message to Daniel is that many shall want run to and fro. Many shall run to and fro and knowledge shall be increased. When you talk about running to and fro, I know it's not Houston. Some of us have lived there, some of us have been there. It's not LA. It's definitely not Houston. But Tulsa, about 515, 520 in the afternoon, Monday through Friday. Kind of in that part of the world where maybe 244 or I-44 wants to kind of meet that 169 area. Just mm. quite a bit going on. Quite a bit of running to and fro recently I went with another guy to Texas and we said, well here what we'll do. We'll rent a car, meet you at the airport early Monday morning. Let's not fly, let's not mess with that. Let's meet at the airport. We'll just drive down to Abilene. I tell you what, when we get there early and you look at the parking, it was rammed packed early Monday morning. Running to and fro. And the access and the increase in knowledge It seems to kind of fit, doesn't it? But I have to add, like never before, but where we are in many running to and fro, and where we are in the increase of knowledge relative to the end, it's not certain. But you know what is certain are these words. The words that were given to Daniel. And what is certain are the words that were given to another prophet decades and decades before. See, it was the malach, the messenger of the Most High, Gabriel, that came to Daniel. But another prophet spoke concerning knowledge. And it's the relevancy of his message, it's the relevancy of this prophet's words, as many run to and fro, and knowledge is increasing But we have to have an ear, and we have to have an ear to hear what Hosea says. So let's look at Hosea 4. Hosea 4, keeping in mind what it was that Gabriel said to Daniel. Knowledge shall be increased, but look at how Hosea 4, verse 6 begins. My people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. I'm immediately drawn to the first two words of that, my people. Did he have people back then during the writing of this prophecy through Hosea? Of course he did. Does he have people today as we read Hosea? Will he have people when we truly are in the time of the end? Absolutely. So the relevancy of this message, the relevancy of this verse demands that we have an ear to hear. He continues, my people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. Because you have rejected knowledge, it's frightening what comes next. Because you have rejected knowledge, I will also reject you. Could you imagine being rejected by God Almighty? My people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. Because you have rejected knowledge, I will also reject you, that you shall be no priest to me. He continues and says, Seeing thou hast forgotten the law of thy God, Torah Elohim. Seeing, he says. He's seeing this. His people, my people, destroyed, and he's seeing. Thou hast forgotten the law of thy God. This is even more chilling. Seeing that you have forgotten the law of thy God, I will also forget your children. Rejected. Forgotten. In fact, when we look at the Hebrew of this, what is rendered rejected here in this verse is most often rendered despised it says you've despised knowledge could you imagine being despised by God almighty that's why we have to have an ear to hear what hosea is saying the rejection of knowledge as knowledge increases okay the rejection of this knowledge while all around us knowledge is increasing could be a substitution of his knowledge for something else maybe something more interesting maybe something more new something more fresh that we turn from knowledge but there's a a result in doing so, and it's to be rejected by him. Now, in Daniel, when Gabriel spoke to Daniel, he just said, Knowledge, right, shall be increased. It's not specific, it's knowledge. And I look around this room. This is a, we all know things. We all know a lot of things, and I think if we were to put our heads together, In this room, there probably isn't anything we couldn't figure out with as many iPhones as I know you have. (laughs) Because I have to be honest, YouTube has become part of my multitude of counsel. (laughs) The rejection of knowledge could be the substitution for other things. Like I said, Gabriel wasn't specific to what he said to Daniel. He just said, knowledge shall increase. But you know what? Hosea is specific. Hosea is specific in the knowledge that he's talking about. And that is the law of the eternal, the Torah of our creator. But he says, because you've forgotten it, I'll forget your children. You know, brethren, we have all forgotten something. Many things, sometimes daily, with so much going on, how we pack our lives at times. It's no wonder that we do forget, but we oftentimes forget things. Hopefully they're just small. But how do you know, and how are you made aware that you forgot? If something's been forgotten, how are you made aware that you forgot it? It's when we're prompted. It's when we're lovingly reminded. And that's what's so comforting about the words of the Almighty. Because it's always been with our long-suffering Father that His prompting has always been the same, and that is to turn. Turn to me, and I will turn to you. So if we forget, if we have inadvertently substituted something in place of his knowledge and his understanding, our long-suffering Father is still there saying, Return. Turn to me, and I will turn to you. The rejection of knowledge and forgetting the teachings, the wisdom and instruction given by the Creator of all, Rejecting this and forgetting has one result. Hosea says it is destruction. You're destroyed. It's really simple, but devastating. We all have a visual of what it is to be destroyed. But this is lives. So we have to always remember, practice, practice, Have his words ever before us. It's just like he said to Abraham. He said, walk before me. And from the Psalms, we set him before us. And because he's at our right hand, we're not going to be moved. Well, though knowledge shall increase, who is wise? Who is wise? Well, this is how Hosea beautifully closes the book of Hosea. In Hosea 14, verse 9. Hosea 14, in verse 9, where he says, Who is wise? Don't you want to be wise? I want to be wise in this aspect because there's a definite difference between worldly wisdom and knowing nonsense, thinking you're wise, and being truly wise. In how it's defined by the scriptures. Who is wise, and he shall understand these things. Prudent, and he shall know them. Here it is. For the ways of the Lord are right. The ways of the Lord are right. And the psalmist tells us that he made known these ways unto Moses. The ways of the Lord are right, and the just shall walk in them, but the transgressors shall fall therein. So do we walk, or do we fall? Do we remember, or do we forget? Because truly that is the desire of the ages. His desire. His desire. And I want to close with that desire. Still in the prophecy given to Hosea. Hosea 6.6. 6. It says, For I have desired mercy not sacrifice. The eternal almighty creator of all. Through words given centuries ago. Conveys a message. For I desired mercy and not sacrifice. And the knowledge of God. The knowledge of God more than burnt offerings. So it's mercy, right? Mercy, His desire, is to be our desire. And covenant relationship. We share the desire. We see his desires. The relevancy of his message. When he says, my people, we better wake up and listen. For I desired mercy and not sacrifice and the knowledge of God more than burnt offerings. Mercy and the knowledge of God. Mercy and the knowledge of God. This is the desire of our unchanging Father. So as knowledge is increasing, we must ask ourselves, who is wise?